Welcome, welcome, welcome to Say Like a Champ, episode 153. It's your boy, A-Dub. And your boy, Struzy, in the building. What's good, everybody? How you doing, dog? I'm doing good. I'm doing good, man. I am definitely glad to be back with you, man. Glad to chop it up with you on some sports things because definitely a lot going on. You know, we've had a little flurry of news going on this week, so um, definitely a lot to get into. And I always love being with my Slack brother, that's for sure. So um, how are you doing? What's good with you? Anything new? No, I'm doing good, man. You know, so I think I mentioned to you guys a little, a little while ago about, you know, finally getting monetized on one of my, my my things on Instagram. You know what I'm saying? So just trying to, like, you know, bring some funds in. You know, it's nothing crazy, you know what I'm saying? But your brother's made a couple extra hundred bucks, you know what I'm saying? That's um, what's up. Well, like between, TikTok, between TikTok and Instagram, it's like $400. So, like, you know what I'm saying? Hey, so like, hey, that's, you know, that's legit. I'll take it, you know what I'm saying? That's that's you know so that's the phone bill you know what I mean so, you know what I'm saying so you know say I'll take it bro like if I'm gonna just stretch that's things, so cool like those are you know say a little a little a little bit of a win for me you know say for the month of July um but yeah. you know just like we keep talking about just trying to keep moving and progressing and and learn from everything we're doing so that we can eventually be doing this full time you know what I'm saying so hundred uh, percent yeah so I, I was really happy about that one to share with the squad and everything but um yes but man, absolutely. Dude, a lot of sports stuff going on over the last, I think, just a couple of days, let alone over the last week. You know what I mean? Right. So, uh, I, you know, I couldn't wait to talk about it today. So, um, let's get it popping. Yeah, let's get it. Let's get it. Let's welcome in a few people real quick. Absolutely. Definitely. Um, we got Kelly Williams in the building. Happy Tuesday. We got Ant coming in. What's up? What's up? Yeah, definitely lots of stuff yeah. going on. Bombs in the building as well. And Ant says, congratulations. Definitely, yeah, congratulations on that, man. That's what's up. That's definitely progress, and those things will turn into bigger things. So yeah. um, congratulations on that. And definitely want to say thank you to all the people that support us and everything we do. Uh, Pops turned in as well. Good evening. Uh, definitely couldn't do it without y'all. And we love having you guys as a part of the show. So as we go through our topics, as we normally do, don't be afraid to throw your comments out there. Don't be afraid to hit that like button. It that's definitely cool. helps uh, other people see the show and see what's going on. So also got Unk in here. Hello, hello from Texas. What's good? Uh, oh, glad you made it back home safely uh, from that wonderful, wonderful, beautiful trip that you had. So, yeah, that's what's up. Um, I think I'm going to go ahead and pull up our graphics so we can get this thing popping. Like we said, Slack uh, 153 already. Time seems to be flying by, but we definitely got a lot to get into. So uh, let's let's fire up our first topic here. What's up next? Oh, let's check it out, man, real quick. Oh, tune, oh, tune to NFL, NFL Talk. Talk. Let's get it. All right, NFL talk. Uh, definitely a lot going on for NFL talk. 38 days till kickoff. We got some news that we've been waiting to get um, for a very long time, actually over a year ago, um, first hearing about you know Deshaun Watson's um, allegations and then how's that exposed and as that unraveled. Um, it's been a long time coming, but the uh, NFL did hand down their suspension. We're definitely going to talk about that. We want to get your guys' comments about that. Um, a few other things going on with training camp and some uh, new contract uh, things, you know, a couple of people getting paid. But before we get too far into NFL talk, I do want to take a chance to um, round out our panel, get the third member of our panel in here. And that's our brother, Marcus. What's good, Marcus? How you doing? What's up, man? Let me know if it's kind of shaky a little bit. My internet tripping over here. Got you. Oh, sounds well, right coming, now. Yeah, coming okay. in loud and clear. Um, thank you for jumping in. Thank you for being here. I definitely want to get your thoughts on everything that's been going on these last couple of days. But um, so, yeah, so we're kind of starting off with the Deshaun Watson, definitely the biggest news of the offseason. Uh, he did sat out all last year, but was never under any official punishment. There was, um, <clears throat> you know, a case of sorts where there was 
information presented during June. And then last, um, let's see, Monday, we got the ruling six games for Deshaun Watson. He would be suspended, no fines, and then he'll be ready for action uh, week six of the NFL season. So um, I definitely wanted to get your guys' thoughts and then also, you know, hear what the slackers out there are thinking too about this one. Too long, too short. Is this just right? Or, or how do you think um, how do you think the suspension is? Um, Strizzy, I want to start with you. Yeah, man. Unfortunately, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like it's kind of it's, – it's not enough. I feel like it's a little too short. And the reason being is just I feel like – I understand that when you start, you know, settling cases, it's still not a technical admission of guilt. You know what I'm saying? But but in a sense, I, I, I just – at a certain point in time, I just felt like the amount of uh, massage therapists that he had was entirely too many. They're all 100% women. And, you know, just being able to read some of these women's, you know, testimony stuff inside of their <laughs> actual um, their, their court, the cases, the civil cases, it just seems like, a, you know, he might have, he might actually have a problem. You know what I'm saying? Like he might legit actually have a problem. Um, he, you know, he didn't rape anybody. No one let nobody, you know, accuse him of actually being like rape or anything like that. It, it was other things. But I feel like the NFL, you know, you can go back to like Big Ben or, or you know, Ray Rice, you know, just those type of things. Like, I feel like they don't put a lot of, uh, I, 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 I will not say they don't take it seriously, but I feel like it's kind of lightweighted in a sense, you know what I'm saying, when, when these situations come on um, compared to other things. I mean, you look at somebody like uh, Calvin Ridley, you know, he's suspended for the year for gambling once, you know what I'm saying, on a parlay that wasn't even a big one. So he's out for the year for that, but Deshaun gets six games. So I, I don't know. I, I feel like six games was not enough. But we'll see. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Marcus, what did you think? Or do you want me to jump in first on this one? Yeah, you can go, you can go ahead. So for me, I was surprised that it was only six games. Um, I'm not saying that I necessarily wanted him to get more, but I just thought as um, how much it dragged out and, and how much publicity was surrounding it in the kind of a negative light, I did think that it would get more. Yeah. Um, but like Strizzy, like you kind of talked about some of those other suspensions have been a little bit lower. And I think they kind of have set their precedence that this is kind of what it was. Um, also, the fact that it wasn't necessarily the NFL that was making the decision, it was kind of like an individual arbiter. Um, you know, they looked at the information and, and kind of the same as the, the actual um court trials, too. There just wasn't a lot of evidence there. So yeah. it definitely looks bad. But I guess um, if we look at it, maybe six games is like almost appropriate just based on the fact that there's not a lot of evidence of wrongdoing. It just doesn't look good and it just right. doesn't feel right kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't know. Um, it is kind of it is kind of interesting, though. Let's see. Marcus, you want to weigh in? <clears throat> yeah, um, I think I'm the opposite. I think it's too many games. Uh, only because we don't know the whole truth. And for this to happen, if I always went, I always go back to the beginning. If he would never try to leave Houston, would we even know about this? So, I, I to me, I don't know the whole detail, but I don't think none of those ladies was forced to do anything they, they did or what, what happened. Like, we don't really know. So, I think the judge probably know more details than we know. That's probably why she did six games because she's a, she's a woman. To me, if it was like something really crazy, I think she would she would did the whole year. So I think they know something we don't know. So, and we got we can't you can't just throw away last year. Last year he didn't play at all, and we can right. say oh he had nothing to do with that. But that's a long he didn't play all year last year, even though he did get paid. But he didn't play last year. So I that's 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 where I'm at on that part. Uh, 
I, I yeah. think I think I think maybe I, I I thought it would be six to eight games. So yeah, I think so. But I think the NFL, if they don't make a ruling by, I mean, make the appeal by tomorrow, I think he's going to get six games. But if they do it. I think tomorrow we'll know if they're going to do the rest of the season. But right. I don't think I don't think he'll do it. I think, like I said, I think it's 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 inappropriate. I would say what he probably what happened with the thing. But like I said, I don't think it was forced. I think they know it wasn't forced, and I think. They they got to take consideration. If he would never left Houston, that owner, whoever it spilled it out, they knew about it maybe a year or so before that happened. So I just feel like when the judge contacted those ladies, they like, hey, you can get this, get this, and they, hey, they gonna get their money too. So like I said, I think it was inappropriate, but I don't think it was anything forced, anything uh, illegal he did. I just think it was just something he should. He got like you say, he had a little problem. So and I think the thing with uh, we said Ridley. He he. That's a rule. You know not to do what you you shouldn't be betting, especially you playing in the NFL. So that's why he probably got that. But Deshaun Watson, I don't think we'll ever know the detail details of what happened in there. I think we got an idea what happened because, like I said, it wasn't rape, it wasn't force. So I think I so thought like the judge, she made her decision. I think she know it was inappropriate. You can't be doing that, and that's why you got this game. So I think I yeah. think it was stick. Gotcha. Yeah, the NFL does have until tomorrow to appeal, but I, I don't think that they will. And yeah, it's just it's just kind of interesting though. Let's see what the slackers think. Anthony Weston says he thought he would have gotten more, but he doesn't have access to everything the decision makers do. NFL needs to have some type of standard, and that's true. If they had maybe like some type of more standard, then then that would be easier for people to understand why they make the decisions. But I kind of agree. Like they must have been able to look at everything, and maybe there just wasn't a lot. Yeah. Um, Ung says really hope the allegations are false. Still, really bad look for him, and that's the thing that it's like unfortunate is that this is always going to come up in relation to his name and his play in his career. Like there's no way around that. Yeah. Um, I don't know how much though, because big Ben did it twice and we kind of forgot about when he saw winning Super Bowls. So, but big Ben is, yeah, I mean, I agree, but big Ben got some different type of treatment. Cause I still think that if he was in a different situation or looked at it upon in a different light, then that wouldn't have been, that wouldn't have happened. You know, mm-hmm. um, he would have gotten closer to more of like a Michael Vick treatment, you know? Right. Right. So right. I, I still don't know how, how that happened. Big Ben, he, he, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I still talk about this man to this day. Yeah. I, I forget. I'm like, I still call him Big Ben. Yeah. We, we, we don't, but I'm talking about the media. They, they, yeah. they don't bring it up anymore. So I don't right. think that should be brought up. So no, I agree. We got Facebook user in the building. Hello. Hello. Thank you for joining. Thank you for <laughs> um, being with us today. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, there's a lot, you know, I do appreciate the comments coming in. Um, but, uh, pop says that's the standard six games is the standard for false allegations. Um, but it is interesting. There was a few articles that came out with like kind of an accumulation of like all of the major suspensions over the past, like five, six, seven years. And it was interesting how many of them fell like in that, like four, six, eight range. Um, so I don't know. And at the end of the Um, day with, with Watson, he still got two thirds guaranteed. So at the end of the day, he wins in a way. So I mean, he did still, you know, he got his his he got out of you know he got out of Houston. He got his his contract, his guaranteed money. So half that going to twenty two women though. <laughs> I don't think it's that much though. Yeah. Um, let's see. Speaking of getting uh, their money, Metcalf and uh, Debo Samuel and DK Metcalf both signed extensions since we last met. Both are very similar. I think they were each like uh, three years, seventy-two million, right around the same range for players that, that are um, in the same draft class. So um, that's really great for them. And uh, right after that, too, AJ Brown tweeted out that he was the only one that had to get traded to get his extension because 
we did start off the offseason talking about those young receivers, Metcalf, Samuel, McLaurin, and, and A.J. Brown, and they were all looking for extensions. Uh, they all have their money now, so that's McC- great. Um, McLaurin got the deal? Yeah, yeah, he got his deal as well. He got paid. He got he, pretty he good. got paid the most out of them. Oh, he did? Okay. Yeah. I think because his was uh, – I think he had an extra year on his extension, if I'm not uh, mistaken. So – I thought um, both of those guys would be somewhere else too, though. Samuels and Debo. I'm surprised they, went, they both went back to the teams. I, I thought they too. were both out there, especially Debo. I, I didn't know he was going the way he was kind of acting, but I don't know. But he he has a weird thing on his too. Uh, he has to run the ball. I think 380 yards or something for him to get the, another two million or something like that. Is that weird though? Yeah. Um, it is strange. They did put that in his contract. Like part of his incentives is specifically around like running the ball and being kind of like that running back hybrid. But it's interesting that like this offseason, he kind of said he didn't want to do that. Um, but then with the contract, like, I, you know, obviously he's willing to do it or they put it in there somehow. So that's interesting. Because somebody um, said, too, that he um, he has to do that. If he if he's just a receiver, he's not a, a great number one receiver. I agree. I thought I thought he still was a great receiver. I, but maybe I, I'm wrong. I think he had a solid receiving year this year from just a receiver standpoint, like or last year, I should say. Okay. I agree yeah, I agree. I think he's just fine as just a receiver, but I think that dual threat makes him even more valuable. The defense, you don't know how threat. to guard him. So that's that's the one thing about the running part, yeah. But I, I still think he's a great receiver, though. I agree. Even if he just was purely winding up, you know, out wide, he's still gonna get his numbers, he's still gonna do fine. Um so yeah, so that was interesting though. A couple of kickers getting paid too. The um the Patriots punter and then Boswell, the the Steelers kicker. It just shows kind of though to me. Um, let's see the like the, for instance, the Steelers kicker got four years, twenty million. Like it shows really? that type of like money. Yeah, like it shows <laughs> the type of money that it's kind of like switching and, and becoming a little bit different. But um, is um, is the, the Patriots? He's a punter though, right? What's up? He's a punter too, huh? The Patriots guy, the Patriots guy. He's a punter and he does the kickoffs. So, but he's he, he not scoring no points though. Like, so why he get why he getting paid? He well, got like I said, the Steelers guy. He scored points. Yeah, but this other guy. I, I guess you putting him back, but I don't. That's crazy, man. I know. This is very interesting. I'm like, I was thinking like I should have been a punter for sure. <laughs> you're not scoring uh, no points. At least the other guys putting points on the board to help him win the game. Like the punter, I don't you really can't you can't really oh, I'm gonna punt the ball. We're gonna win it after this punt right here. You can't really punt. Right. <laughs> he ain't gonna be running off the field like, yeah, like this made that game winning punt. You can That's you can sure. I don't know. Yeah. Um all right, a couple other things, though, out of training camp, some some unfortunate news. Well, we have Pete Carroll and Kyler Murray both t- testing positive for COVID. Um, not really too big of a deal. They'll be out four to five days. But the bigger thing is I just kind of wanted to mention that the NFL officially has no COVID policies, and they're just basically like kind of following CDC standards. But there's no more like rules as there were the past couple of years, like specifically around if they can play, if they can't play. So um, oh. just wanted to mention that. For from uh, like an NFL standpoint, they don't have any uh, special COVID things anymore. So, so you so they have COVID, they can still play. You mean? I mean, I think basically there's no like strict NFL standard, so it's just basically up to the teams to figure out how they want to kind of manage it. Um, wow. So I think that that could end up happening. Like, say somebody's tested positive recently, but they're asymptomatic. Like maybe they're out there a little bit quicker than they would have been in years past, okay. based on like the other rules. Got it. So. Um, 
Um, another couple of things, sad news coming out of camp. Um, the, the Washington for the Dallas Cowboys out six to 10 weeks with a fracture on the first day of padded practice. And then we got the um, the wide receiver, Patrick, from the Broncos. He tore his ACL today and is out for oh, the year. Oh, that's it's just so tough too. And can you imagine like preparing for the season and everything? And like you just like you're out for the First year, like day. before you even got a chance to get started. Was he the number one receiver or was he number two? Number two. Yeah. Or, or maybe number one? Three, depending on how it goes. No, I'd say Sutton's number one. Oh, that's right. You're right. You're yeah. right. Sutton is number one. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Then okay, yeah. Judy, you know, probably yeah, probably Judy. But Patrick's the one that killed us last year, I think, right? Right. He kind of gave him that <clears> that like extra threat for sure. So it's going to be interesting. And then also for the Cowboys, they're down there. Michael Gallup isn't going to be ready for the start of the season. So they're down to um, not too many um, known receivers at this point. It's basically CD Lamb and a bunch the of other Ricky, guys. The Ricky going to start. He looks good in camp, though. But yeah. even though uh, James Washington, he wasn't like a oh, guy, but he could have still helped us with, you know. But right. I don't know. I think, uh, I don't know, man. It's that season. I'm nervous. I know, I know. I just hope that nothing more too happens, but um, I am def- definitely getting excited for football. And we do got to talk about um, the Hall of Fame game. The Hall of Fame game is Thursday, and that's the official start of preseason. Um, that's going to be very exciting. I did want to mention that real quick, that it's, I mean, it's basically here. Once the Hall of Fame game comes, then next week will be the rest of the preseason slate where we'll see different action. Um, but this Thursday, we have the Jaguars and the Raiders in Canton, Ohio. And then this weekend, we have the class of 2022 that's going in. Um, a kind of interesting class. Um, nothing too special for me, but definitely wanted to at least shout that out, that that's going to be the big thing for this weekend to kind of officially kick off this new season of the NFL. Um, yeah. I'm surprised Butler made the Hall of Fame, but maybe his numbers is good. It must have been, you know, contributions to the game and all that. I know Demarcus Ware, Richard Seymour, there, or, or sorry, not Richard Seymour, he made it, but Demarcus Ware, he was another one that was on the ballot. This was his first time. He didn't make it as a first timer, but I think he'll be in there. Um, yeah, he'll definitely get in there. So, yeah. <clears throat> but um, but that's that. So I don't know. There's gonna be a there. There probably won't be a lot of starters playing in the game on Thursday, especially since camps just started. Um, you know, last week, so they're only a couple weeks into this, but. It is going to be cool to see them go out there, see the uniforms trot out there. And um, Strizzy, I want to know specifically, are you going to be watching? Are you checking out the the, the Hall of Fame game? Probably not. I never. Really <laughs> <laughs> I, never I, I feel you say that. And, and the only reason why is because, like, you're right. I, I like no starters play in this game. Even like the second strings don't play in this. Game. It's literally like third string players and like called up from camp type dudes who are really trying to make this. You know. Team. So like I, I usually don't watch it unless I'm just like really bored at the crib and have like nothing else to watch. I might tune in for a little bit, but I usually miss it. Yeah. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you on that. All right. I think that was uh, pretty much it for NFL talk. Um, Anthony Weston is talking about uh, Orlando Brown reported to camp. That's what's up. Um, I think, yeah, he's going to play under the tag. And whether he's there next year or not, at least they'll have him still for this year. Um, also, Anthony Weston saying CD Lamb will get paid after this season. His numbers will be good. Mm, a lot of targets. We'll see. We'll see. Hopefully, hopefully he does his thing. I'm excited about that. Pops, 22 of Dak's 37 touchdowns went to different receivers. He can throw to anyone that can get open. No way. Thanks, Pop. I made me feel a lot better. So good. I like that. There you go. I didn't know that. That was the record last year that he had so many different uh, different targets. But that's because he was throwing alignment too. He was throwing to. Thank you, Pops. That made me. That made me feel. I'm good, good now. I got the look. I'm a little. I'm not heavy no more. Thank gotcha. you, Pops. 
I'll call you for anytime I need to feel good. You'll you'll say something to make me feel better. He's got you. Um, the last thing on here though, the Dolphins. I don't know if did you guys if you guys saw about this, but the Dolphins did get in trouble today for tampering. Mm-hmm. Um, they lost the first and the third round pick, and their owner was fined one point five million dollars and suspended until uh, the middle of October for tampering with not only Tom Brady but also Sean Payton um, before each of them were kind of or before Sean Payton announced his retirement. Hey, that's worth it. That's worth it. That's two <laughs> big names. Do do what you got to do, dog. Do what you got to do. The groundwork still might have been laid for something to happen in the future. You know whether whether they get these tampering fines or not. But um, one point five that's like a thousand bucks to him in a way. He he uh, all right. Do what you got to do. Yeah, yeah. So, but I did think that was interesting that you know they're trying to do stuff like that. Um, we'll talk about it more with NBA talk too, but it's like, we know these things go on. Like there's yeah. no way. Um, but the, the cool thing about the Brady talks was, was kind of interesting was they were talking about making him a part owner too, like and potentially signing him do what and, and do. giving him an ownership stake in the, in the team. That that's pretty cool. So, um, and Anthony Weston says, are they still dealing with the Flores lawsuit? They are. And the interesting is, uh, thing is that I did want to mention is, um, these, these allegations actually came as a result of the Flo- the Flores um, lawsuit. So as part of the investigation that they did based on his lawsuit, and he did give them information about the tampering and about, um, you know, them trying to throw games as well. So <laughs> that was one result of it, but they still have not addressed the fact that they apparently uh, um, offered him $100,000 per game that he lost as a bonus. Um, I don't think they'll ever admit to that publicly or that will ever come out, but at least they're, they're kind of, Doing some kind of penalties. I don't know. Does the Steelers play Dolphins this year? Um, I hope, I hope so. I'm not sure. I hope so because that's gonna be that's gonna be nice. They're gonna be blitzing left and right for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but that's what it is. So I think that's pretty much it for NFL talk. Um, but I don't know. Um, Strizzy, did you want to give us a camp update? What you've been seeing with the Panthers? Uh, Panthers actually been, uh, you know, it, it's camp, you know what I'm saying? So they're going against, you know, their own guys. People are trying not to get hurt or whatever. But I'm liking what I'm seeing from Baker. He's already, he already, he found DJ Moore hella quick. Like they've been on a whole other level together. So I'm happy about that. I saw him throw a bomb to Robbie earlier today in double coverage. Uh, Sam Donald threw an interception to uh, <laughs> Jeremy Chin already, you know what I'm saying? Super quick. So I, I I, I think they're literally already showing, like, you know, Matt Rule was talking on talking that mess of like, oh, we don't we don't know yet who's gonna be, you know, it's still pretty equal, but Baker will be quarterback one come come week one. That's for sure. I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't agree with that because I, I watched the podcast. I'm athlete with Robbie on there, and he said he's saying like, don't know, it's it's the guy. I don't know, I don't know man. I, I I don't know. But he, but he took Robbie, up on him. He Robbie said he was also done talking mess about Baker a little while ago too. So, but <clears throat> and Sam's kind of Robbie's dude going back to like the New York. Like, he, he said he never got a, a fast shot yet. He said he's always been thrown in too early or never had a shot. So he was taking up right. for him big time. So I think he, I think he like it because is Robbie. Can he get the number one spot? Or is that, it's gonna be DJ Moore. <laughs> he ain't no way. He no DJ, is it? Is it? Is it that much better though? Yes, it's not okay. even close, man. It's, like, honestly, it's not even close. Did you? Did, I don't know, man. DJ Moore, know. DJ Moore was like a top three receiver last year. Robbie Anderson wasn't even in top twenty. No, but I'm saying two two years ago when he when he was with the Jets last year, he had some great numbers, dog. I'm yeah, just saying. he gets a lot over the top, but he just barely started yeah. like running routes. You know, like yeah. okay, he used to be just like that deep threat kind of. 
Okay. But it will be interesting. I agree with what he's saying about Sam Darnold, but I think last year kind of showed like maybe, maybe I don't know. Maybe because he said he says CMC got hurt. He said that's why it went down. He said he he needed CMC back there. He said when that happened, that's when it, they were six. Well, and I mean, they looked great for the first two games, but I, I love I love CMC when what he does. I'm like, but CMC is healthy, yeah, man. He, he's a game changer. You know what I'm saying? But like, it's just really hard for me, as much as I love Christian McCaffrey, to be like, oh yeah, one dude is the reason why. Sam Darnold didn't have a good season last year. No, no. Nah, nah. Y'all we, we, was, was 6 0, right? Before you got hurt? Or 5 0? Before who got hurt? CMC. We were 3 0. Yeah. Oh, it was going 3? Oh, no, yeah. like at least five games. Okay. No, it was 3 0. And that's when Strizzy kept telling us, like, just settle down kind of thing, too. <laughs> we were like, why aren't you excited? I wasn't excited because Sam's numbers weren't good. Like, we were winning because our defense was legit. We still weren't scoring touchdowns. So it was like Sam Darnold still wasn't playing well. We were winning so defense started out hot. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. Well, I think, though, I think, I don't know. I think this year, though, I was thinking about maybe we need to do some, like, short recap videos. Like, each week have us a Cowboys report and a Panthers report that we kind of just put out onto the channel a little bit separately so oh, we yeah. can have a chance to really talk about our, our favorite team. So. Yeah, um, so look forward to that, but that was the first ever um, Strizzy Panthers report. So that's what's <laughs> up. Um, but with that, let's go ahead and get it. Uh, keep this moving. Let's go to a, a lighter topic for this week. Let, let's hit it. All right, NBA talk. Um, the biggest news for sure over the weekend. Um, the Bill Russell's passing um, at 88 years old. Um, definitely rest in peace to the legend that he was as an activist and a human being, the way he carried himself, and as a winner, too, as much as it pains me to say, because he was with the Celtics. And he did play in an era where everybody was a foot short of him. But still, we got to <laughs> give our roses to Bill, to Bill Russell. Um, I just put up there that picture, and then, of course, God, a couple baby, of man, that's a <laughs> Can't left that out, man. God, not a foot. God, dang. Sorry, I did not mean to be disrespectful. I was, I was trying to basically say, uh, rest in uh, peace. True Lakers fan. I'm playing with you. I was weak. Say, say, even though no, but I do agree with uh, Anthony Weston too. I mean, he dealt with a lot of nonsense off court, and definitely, you know, became a, a, a big time activist and was one of uh, you know one of the early on type of athletes to, to do both. So definitely got to give respect for that um, as well as, you know, his play on the court. So um, any thoughts from you guys though, on kind of Bill Russell or just what your impact was? Just one of those iconic players. You know what I mean? Um, it means a lot to the game. I think everybody going in, regardless of how old they are, they know who he is. You know what I mean? A lot of these players today have never seen him play a single game. And uh you know, so a lot of people just kind of like reached out. So that was, that was actually really, really cool. But we're just kind of getting to that age where we're seeing a lot of these, you know, older legendary players starting to kind of pass a little bit, you know what I'm saying? So it's, it's definitely unfortunate, but, I, you know, I think he lived a pretty good life, you know what I'm saying? He got to live out a pretty, pretty strong amount of years, especially for an athlete, you know, so athletes don't always get to see, you know, 80, you know what I mean? So um, that's what's up. A lot of yeah. accolades. Agreed. Kelly in the building. Rest in peace, a true legend. Um, 11 rings in 12 years. The guy had heart. That's for sure. Now, imagine, too, him and Kobe probably have some pretty um, legit conversations and then maybe be watching some basketball together. But, yeah, 
I did like that he still donned the Lakers jersey and everything like that and kind of gave his respects too. So um, definitely, definitely a great guy. But that was the big basketball um, news as far as, you know, different things shaking the uh, basketball world. We have KD still is untraded. It's been over a month long. Kyrie as well. Um, I did read a little bit about the New Orleans Pelicans being a sneaky trade destination. I don't know how realistic that would be, but I think that they would have some young pieces to kind of give and maybe KD with Zion, that would be pretty gangster, but I don't know if I see that happening, but I just kind of threw them up there as like a potential landing spot. Um, but yeah, I don't know. There's nothing really more to report on that. We've, we've kind of talked to given our thoughts on, on the KD thing a lot, but um, the other NBA news is that they are looking into tampering violations um, against the Sixers and then put possibly the Knicks uh, for Jalen Brunson's contract. And then for as far as the Sixers for Harden and PJ Tucker, um, specifically because Harden, you know, declined his his option early on in, in the before free agency started. And they kind of thought that there were some, you know, conversations where they were probably already kind of agreeing on some contracts behind closed doors. But we've seen this in the past. I think last year it was Lonzo Ball and the Bulls or a couple of years ago that they lost a draft pick and they, you know, got a little bit of a fine. But again, Kyle I think Lowry this campaign. What's that? Saying Kyle Lowry, too, with the Heat. Rappers. Oh yeah, that's right. Your squad too. They were involved in it. But yeah. what do you guys think though? I think it happens probably on like 90%, 95% of these contracts. Like how right. do they, they they sign it like 1201 and they have all these terms figured out? I mean, yeah. I don't know. Um, so we'll we'll see if they do get it, but I, I just think the tampering, kind of like Marcus, you were joking earlier, like it's probably worth it for some of these teams, like if they get the guy that they're going for. So yeah. um, let's see. Anthony West says, you guys see Bronny and Bryce at the Lakers facility? Um, yeah, I did see that. They were all, like, in the layup line doing, like, a little dunking drill. And that was pretty cool for, uh, you know, to see. What did you think about that, Marcus, though? It was nice. It just shows that Bryce is going to be that guy, not Bronny, but, you know. <laughs> I've been telling people this is all the time, so. Yeah. I think that's the sneaky one. I, even though he's younger, he's not next in line, so people don't really talk about him. But I mean, everybody gonna be like, "We always knew." No, you didn't. Yeah, yeah I thought Bronny was that guy, but just uh, wait, uh, just wait. Come back. I'm, to I'm the happy he's on wax. I think Bryce. I'm, I'm with you, Marcus. I think Bryce is gonna be that dude, man. <clears throat> if anybody comes out of anything, you know, it's hard to match up to your dad. But if anybody comes out of this, it's gonna be Bryce. Gotcha. It is pretty crazy though how like you know they live their lives. Not necessarily too publicly, but it's like everybody, you know, commenting, like watching somebody grow up. That's kind of weird, you know. It's just like I don't know. I'd probably be a lot of scrutiny to be under. Um, but yeah, but I think that's pretty much it for NBA talk. One of our shorter ones, just weird, you know, still gearing up for the for the off season, but it's really just you know the the break time for all of that. So we'll report out if we get some KD news maybe next week, but um, I think it's gonna be a while, so. Keep it moving, though. We'll go to our next one, and I definitely need to get Marcus's comments on this next uh, this next topic. So let's hit that. So what's next again? Other sports? Oh yeah, yeah, other sports. Okay, yeah. so so not like not football. Yeah, yeah, not basketball. We did that already. Oh okay, like like hockey. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, like hockey. Hockey. Feel okay, me? Okay, like like oh like baseball. Yes you know sir. Yes sir. Like like soccer, right? There we go. Like soccer. Like other sports. Yeah. All right, other sports. So. The MLB trade deadline was today, and there was a lot of moves that was happening. There was a flurry, and I definitely want to talk about that. But before we get into that, I do want to talk about golf a little bit. Um, 
We had Tony Finau winning back-to-back tournaments, um, you know, last week and this week. He's doing his thing, you know, heating up towards the end of the PGA Tour. But we also kind of had some live golf news. Um, and the main one I wanted to hear your opinion about, Marcus, was that Live Golf reportedly offered Tiger between $700 and $800 million to join, and, you know, he turned it down. What do you think about that? Like, or what was your reaction when you heard that news? I would have took it. <laughs> I'm not I'm not letting that go. But, right. you know, but you know, Tiger's dad was a serviceman, you know, he was in the military, so – he he know what's the what the solid people are like kind of, he he couldn't did it you know his his it would probably have been a a big blow for his family so that's I think that's a reason the big reason why he didn't do it and then plus exactly. he don't he he has it already he don't really he he don't need it but he can he could have used it but right I think I think he thought about his dad if his dad was still living how he would thought about him taking that morning so and he he's he's definitely uh dedicated to the PGA uh tool. That's why that's why his records and stuff. That's why he made who he is. So and he's an right. older guy right now too. But if it was me, I'm I'm taking it. Like, yeah. Eight hundred like he would have went took his network yeah, from like a billion to like that he would have almost doubled it, you know. Yeah, yeah um, I would I would definitely play at least a year with it then maybe go back. But I'm I I'm taking that man. I'm sorry. And they probably would have been like, you don't even need to play. Like, you yeah. just need to show up. Like, just you be on the, just on need the, the face. face. That's it. Right. Yeah, but that's tight. Should you be over there, too? Yeah. That's, you know, what I love, I don't know. It's like, I love Target to get that last major, you know what I'm saying? But, like, it's going to be tough. You know, I think it's going to be really tough for him to grab it. But, like, that's a, that's a lot of money. I don't think yeah. it's going to be tough. I think – Think you're gonna get two more before you're done, so yeah, it just picked the timing is gonna have to be right, yeah. I really, I really think Tiger could have got really close this year. Tiger just got if you play golf, you know, a player like his leg, his leg hurts because walking part, but the plan is still there. If he really wanted to practice or the practice and get more, he can he could have did better. But Tiger just going out there, he don't, I don't think he even practiced that much, he just went out there just to play. That's why he just did, he did. But I yeah. think next year when he's really healed and he can like, as you could tell before he couldn't bend down, look at look at the, read the greens. Now he's even right. bending down on his leg now. So it just mm-hmm. it's just a matter of time when he get all the way healed. Tiger's going he, he's definitely gonna get two. Yeah, eight hundred mil. Now you gotta take that. Yeah, that's crazy. <sighs> Stephanie Washington in the building. What's good? What's good? Thank you for checking Stephanie. in with us. Hello, Steph. Hope you've been doing well. Um. Uh, Stephanie posted a video of the circa in Vegas, like leaking crazy with the flooding. So hope everything's been good with the weather. Yeah, I hope you. Yeah, I hope you got a boat. That was was crazy. (laughs) We got a boat. Um, But Anthony Weston says that's a lot to turn down. But he he thinks he has a deal with PJ Tour unannounced. Uh, Maybe so. Maybe they were like, not no eight hundred mil. I'll bet you that. Right. (laughs) Ain't that he might. I don't know, but also then another person that reportedly there was interest apparently um, was Charles Barkley. Um, apparently there was some informal talks about them, you know, uh, having, having him on as like a personality or in some type of a role. Apparently he uh, opened up and was saying kind of he was interested and he was kind of in a win-win position. But then since then, has come out and said, you know, he's going to stick with NBA, that that's where he's kind of, you know, he's going to stick with TNT, that that's what he does, which makes sense. I just am curious, like, why couldn't he do both? Like, like what would be the problem with that? Or they just wouldn't want to be associated with my TNT if he was with Liv? 
I don't know. And, and maybe it may be too. They they probably be playing around the same time too. Maybe when he he's at TNT, they might have a tournament something like that too. So gotcha. They they could be it, but they would they would have been. That's a good idea for them to get charcoal. That would have been uh, entertainment for for the for the for the best. So I think that would have been kind of cool to have him out there. And like I said, they 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 gotta find a way to get somebody that's kind of like potty mouth and do some cussing and stuff. That 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 will make people want to watch more. It's entertaining, you know. So yeah, they gotta figure out something to do. So. But, I think they're gonna keep building though. They do keep grabbing more and more golfers. They're they're continuing to kind of build their their thing out. So um, we'll see. But the PGA Tour also has announced that their purse for next year, their total purse is gonna be like over four hundred and forty million dollars, which is gonna be a record ever of, of the of prize money that they're gonna award. So it's already having an impact. That that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. Mom said, yeah, he, she's sure he has to be exclusive to TNT. So that's probably what it would be that they would be like, yeah. Um, Anthony said, Marcus, go put your name in the hat for live. Hey, we can I see would, you out there on the floor. Hey, I, 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 wish I, could, I wish I was that good. I, I would. Maybe in two, two or three years. But right now, I ain't about to embarrass myself. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll be honest. Um, like, I, I'm getting better, though. I'm definitely getting better, but I'm not ready for that yet. No, yeah. Pop says greatest Tiger moment ever after winning. He had to answer a question about Kobe and he didn't know. That was crazy too. Like when he came off the course and, and they were like asking about Kobe and he was like, he didn't know. And like, I guess there were some people that were chanting or were saying some different things like while he was walking the last couple of greens. Um, Tiger though, man, he's a pro as far as like just knowing what to say and, and, you know, controlling himself. And he did a great job in that situation. That was tough. Um, but yeah, but that's our golf update though. Um, interesting stuff though. I mean, I think it's cool though, that the PGA tour is exciting, but the live golf stuff is exciting to talk about too. So, um, let's see the fight we were kind of waiting for. Um, Nunez versus Pena two went down kind of how we expected. Strizzy, did you, were you able to kind of sneak a peek at the fight? Yeah, I watched the whole thing. Yeah, I watched the whole thing. Uh, yeah, Nunez beat her up pretty bad, but she kept playing around a little bit. Like, I think she was really trying to send a message like the first time was a fluke because she was like, she, bro, she was dropping her with like straight jabs, like, like as if she was getting her feet swept, she was dropping her so hard. Like she, she beat the crap out of her. Uh, she was like choking Nunez out for a little bit and she literally had blood just like dripping from it. There was, I haven't seen a fight that bloody in a really, really long time, especially for a female fight. Um, yeah, I was just thinking that I, I hate. To, I ain't, I'm not trying to be a poor sport, but I hate seeing ladies fight like that. I just, bro, I don't, I don't like it, bro. It was, it was, it was horrible. I mean, like, like I said, like Nunez really, she, like it was she, so she, much she, blood she, on that on the mat. It was so much blood. I was like, I just don't. And it was like puddles. Know. It wasn't like regular cuts where they were like smearing it. Like it was like puddles. I, I, I really do think that um, she ended up having to go to the hospital for like a blood transfusion. Like she lost a lot of blood that night. And but both I, of them was both of them was kind of beat up too. I know she got a couple of shots in. Yeah, but it just I don't know. I just me. I, I might I don't know if it's old school or what. But I just don't like to see ladies fight like that. I don't. I don't like it was bad. It was it, like, anybody? I would say anybody. You know, guys do it, but seeing and they good looking ladies too. You know, it ain't like they yeah. men look look pretty good. Look, nah, man. Like, yeah. Marcus right. It's like two dudes fighting. Like it was crazy. Like it was pretty bad, man. And. Like I said, I, Nunez has completely dominated the entire fight. She put herself in some really bad situations for not finishing the fight, though. Like she right. got, she almost got put in like three arm bars or like in like one triangle. Whereas it's just like if you keep messing around, like you're gonna end up submitting it. Yeah, 
seriously. Yeah. Like I'm like, don't don't go five rounds or three four rounds beating the crap out of her just to lose by submission. So, um, did they I get said, paid I, pretty good, Truth? Yeah, especially if the champions do. They do. So okay. like they they don't make they don't make money like boxers do. Boxers still make more money than they do. Okay. But like, but as as a champion, championship fights, the you know the championship, you know, um, to 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 main event pay per view, they definitely they they make some pretty decent. They make some pretty okay. Good. Yeah, especially their bigger names like Amanda Nunes. That's one of their bigger names. Even, you know, I don't want to say even for, but for for the women's division, um, she she's getting paid pretty well. Okay, yeah, she was the main main event. I do think that I think it showed though that it was dominant enough to where there shouldn't be a third fight. I think Pena might want one, but I don't think that they should they should do that again. Uh, not to not to mention, you got to remember their their first fight. You know, Nunes had some some issues. You know, two weeks prior to the fight. And uh, so I, I don't, I don't want to make that as an excuse, you know what I'm saying? But you can kind of tell she wasn't, she wasn't a man that knew this in that first fight. And this one, yeah. she, she beat her up pretty, pretty damn bad. Yeah, for sure. Um, all right, well that was that. I don't know what the next big UFC fight coming up is, but I'm still kind of waiting on the return of John Jones if that would ever happen. I'm not holding my breath though. Yeah. Um, but as far as Premier League soccer, it begins Friday. All the big major Europe, European leagues are going to be uh, starting this weekend. So that's very exciting. Arsenal is kind of a part of the kickoff game. So I'm going to be probably flying my colors for that one. Um, so watch out for that. Maybe we'll get some soccer news here and there. And then the last thing we have on the far left is a baseball. So um, this baseball trade deadline was very, um, very fast and furious. There was a lot of people going all in. I would say the Yankees and the Astros were big time buyers. Um, I put up, you know, kind of who they put or who they grabbed, but then also the Padres, um, they made the big trade. They traded for Juan Soto and they also got Josh Bell from the Nationals and they're looking to uh, put themselves in a, in a better position for the playoffs. They still can't probably catch the Dodgers and win their division, but they're definitely trying to load up. Um, and I don't know, though, I, I think the Astros, Yankees, these are both division leaders that got a lot better. So um I don't know, Marcus. I think your boys did pretty good. I think that they're pretty exciting. But the Yankees, they did grab a, a couple arms, or a big time reliever and a starter, and then some more outfield pieces. So we'll see how this plays off down the stretch. But I think it's going to be an exciting playoff race and definitely an exciting playoffs after all these moves. We know Trevor happy right now. I wish we got his comment right now. He's uh, yeah. I actually hit him up earlier today. He's in Europe, so I don't like so. If he's out and about, he might not even know the news yet. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Or he might be sleeping too. It might happen already when it's too late. So, so that's what I didn't see. So, because he turned down, how much did he turn down from the, uh, was it like 400? It was like uh, 440 million, 14 years, 440 million, something like so how, that. So, what was his contract with uh, the Padres? Um, it's he's still under the same contract, but he but his contract's up at the end of this year. So they're going to try to work out an extension now. They didn't sign him yet to a long term. Oh, okay, he'll try to okay, work okay. out an extension, or he'll be a free agent at the end of this year and go somewhere else. Oh, but okay. The okay. Padres did give up six players for him, and you know one other player. So I, I have a feeling that they're going to try to pay him big time, but they'll he'll still get his payday still. Okay, now. okay. It must have been something bad though, right, for him to get out of there trying to get out of there like that. I don't know. I just think he was going for more per year or or, or something. Okay. And also, um, the Washington apparently they might be changing owners, so okay, he wasn't sure about the future. So I think he was just like, let me go and get some some big time money. Yeah. Um, but we'll see. You know, if if the Padres don't work out something with him before the end of the year, 
then it's going to be the Yankees, the Dodgers, those type of big market teams that are going to be willing to pay him a lot of money. So, um, so we'll see. Um, Hosmer, who was the first baseman for the Padres, he actually had a no trade list. So he was going to be included in the trade back to the Nationals, but he, they were on his no trade list. So instead he was flipped to the uh, Boston Red Sox because they were basically like, we need to get get him up out of here. Now we don't need another first baseman. So very interesting, though, how many deals were going on. And um, as Anthony Wesson alluded to here, the Royals threw in the tower, as he said here, the Royals, they did trade a lot of players, including my favorite Royal, uh, Whit Merrifield. So it did happen from Bobby. Yeah, Bobby was right on that. He was like, they're about to trade everybody. Um, They basically got rid of all of our guys except for Perez, like as far as like our old school guys. Like um, our 2015 World Series team is pretty much mostly gone. Um, But there's a lot of new talent coming up through the farm system. And they're going to get a chance to play the rest of this year. And then we'll see. And they got a couple um, pitching prospects. So hopefully things will be better. But they continue to kind of be in that rebuild. So I don't know. Um, Let's see. I think that's pretty much it for other sports. So there's a lot more, you know, MLB deals that went down. But I definitely want to highlight kind of who were the bigger uh, movers and and things like that. Um, But looking at the list, I think that's pretty much it, though. Primarily, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, Tati's Jr. is not back yet, right? No, he's still not back yet. Um, but they have um they have their other guys, they have Machado. Yeah. So they're gonna be they're gonna be good, but that's the funny thing. The Padres know they're still gonna be a wild card team. They they really yeah. can't catch the Dodgers realistically, but they're gonna no. try to just load up and when they go into the playoffs as a wild card, you know, be ready hopefully to, to battle. So yeah, I think uh, you're hundred percent right. The Dodgers are a little just too far ahead at this point in time, but Man, Juan yeah. Soto's a bad dude. <laughs> he's a bad dude. He's good, man. He's a really good hitter. So their bats just increased, you know, tremendously. So it's kind of nuts. Yeah, a big trade. most definitely. Um, oh, the other thing I have on here, too, this little bulldog over here on the right, um, that's Lewis Hamilton's bulldog. He actually, Lewis Hamilton, the race car driver, Formula One race, race car driver, um, he joined the Broncos ownership group, so he's going to be one of the uh, bigger investors in the in the new Broncos ownership, and they're set to finalize everything uh, later later this month, and this will be their first season. So I thought that was kind of cool, but he celebrated by putting his bulldog. He always has his bulldog with him, so nice. um, I just thought that was pretty cool. But but yeah, so some some different things. Let me see in the comments. Oh, Anthony Weston says interesting. San Diego is supposed to be a small market team. They have a Yankees payroll. They do. They're just going all in, though. They're really going for it. Um, yeah. So I don't know, but I think if it bears them a World Series, you know, maybe not this year, but in the next couple of years, I think that that'll be that'll be worth it. So, mm-hmm. um, all right, that's what's up. So I think we got a little bit of time left here. I don't know if you guys want to do any um, any other random questions or like a this or that or anything like that. Um. I was just trying to see if there's any other comments we kind of missed. Anthony Weston, why are the athletics operating on a budget when Golden State is spending crazy? Man, though that I don't know. I've been to see the um, Oakland A's and not a lot of people. Golden State selling out arenas and winning championships. That's why. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but yeah, but that's what's up though. Um, Definitely a lot of things going. I, I'm I am excited for the Hall of Fame game as far as not necessarily watching it, but just what it indicates for us, uh, which is you know the start of football season. I do hope uh, people can stay healthy through camp, and um, 
I don't know. I'm looking forward to because we know once football season starts, basketball will be right around the corner and then we'll be right back into our busy season. So yeah, that's what it is. Um, but I guess, yeah, we can go ahead and wrap it up. Um, wrap it up here. We still almost made 50 minutes. That's what's up. You know, we always are about an hour. You know, we usually go over. Um, but um, I figured with NBA talk to having like not too much that we would kind of maybe make it in a little bit under clip. So not necessarily a record, not necessarily a Slack Express, but, um, but yeah. Let's <laughs> see. Kelly says any college football news. Um, let's see. Exactly one month from tomorrow, uh, September 3rd is when Georgia kicks off. And that'll be like that first big kickoff weekend of football. So not really any news, but didn't, just the countdown uh, that too. Didn't uh USC uh head coach from Oklahoma didn't they get in some trouble or something? Oh no, really? Yeah, they he he did a press conference about I guess one of the players about uh money issues. So I didn't I didn't I get that the whole thing about it, but I I, I sent it today they were talking to him about it. So oh, got you. <clears throat> I don't know. I'll have to look up on that one, and I might have to I might have to regroup for next week on the Lincoln Riley. Yeah, um, Lincoln Riley, that's his name, yeah. But yeah, I mean, he definitely there was some interesting things, and a lot of players followed him from Oklahoma out there, you know. Um, yeah. And for him, it's one of those things. This is the same way like Lane Kiffin left for UFC, USC. It's like they get them in the middle of the night. They promise them all the money. They're like, you got to go now. They're like, take off all your gear from your old school and just get out <laughs> here now. It's crazy. I think that quarterback that went with him too. I think he he's gonna become a starter this year. Being in USC, being in California, I think he gonna. I think he he gonna make his way at least be a top three pick next year because he he's gonna be a stud. I think yeah. I think I think Caleb Williams would have. I think we would have been a lot better off if we would have had him starting the full year and not you know getting mm-hmm. into mid year. Yeah, we still weren't beating. We still weren't beating fucking uh, Georgia, or, you know, or uh, Bama. But I think we would have been a lot better off. I think the other quarterback, if he stayed, don't be like a little punk and leave. I think he'll be the, the guy for next year. But he already. I know Oklahoma was left scrambling. Like when that happened, like so many of their players were already in the portal. So many of their players left after that too. So they're gonna have to bounce back a little bit. But they're a big program, so they'll they'll definitely have some people. So yeah, we'll see. But Texas don't care about them. I know. I know. I'm just excited for those days, though, especially being out here on the West Coast that we can wake up 9 a.m. is kickoff and all day long college football. Like, it's so exciting, man. I, I really do like college football, so I'm excited for that, too. Um, All right. And then we got a little we got a little recommendation too. Jamarcus Russell interview on Ryan Clark's podcast. Um, I'm watching that next. I've been watching all that podcast. They have a, a couple of good ones. I watched the one with um, Ashante Samuel. Very uh-huh. good podcast because Ashante, I, I didn't know I I knew he was pretty good, but to watch that and watch how he he animated how he talked about things, it makes you like him. Even though he's an eagle, it makes you, you appreciate his game and how he was. Man, I really I really like Ashante Samuel now. Man, he was a good gotcha. guy. All right, that's what's so up. I'll, I'll, I'll watch that one. Check that out. Yeah, that's what's up. That's what it is. Um, but definitely want to thank everybody for being with us. We'll be back next week for episode 154 as we keep this thing moving with more news, maybe even a KD trade. Who knows? Um, but until that time, we out. Um, it's your boy, A-Dub. And your boy, Struzzy. Rest in peace. Bill Russell, man. Thanks for listening to Say Like a Champ. Engage with us on Instagram 
share your thoughts, and you might just be featured on the show. Be sure to subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you pod so you don't miss next week's episode of Say Like a Champ.